and in five, four, three, two, one. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to What's the Dillies podcast. What's the Dillies is a podcast I created to bring the dance community closer together by bringing you behind the scenes and into the minds of my favorite dancers in hopes that it can help you on your dance journey and maybe can help you in your life too. And for today, we are lucky enough to be joined by one of the oldest b-boys around. <laughs> Nah, that was nah, that was kind of sneaky. It's kind of true though, kind of true. Uh, we are lucky enough to be joined by Jay Fresh. All right, so Jay Fresh. What's up? What's up? How are you? How are you? Good. Good. All right, all right, Jay Fresh. Um, so usually we start off uh this year's episode with one question, which is 2020. It was like a really uh big year for everybody. You know, yeah. people yeah. experienced like many things during that year through lockdown, COVID, and everything. So, what is one thing? that you are leaving behind in 2020 and what is one thing you are taking forward with you into 2021 oh um i suppose what 2020 had for me was a lot more time with my family Mm. you know got locked down so you know i know it was it was it was a blessing and a curse kind of thing for for a lot of different people for me it just meant that i got to spend more time with my family um get closer appreciate my kids teachers a lot more oh and see the great job that they do because you know i had to be replacement teacher for my own children which was a bit of a change um did did they do zoom classes or yeah yeah a bit of that but you know the parents would always get left with uh work and stuff that Uh, they got to work with their children and so yeah i'm kind of taking that with me the i guess just the 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 effort and um, mm. goodwill that I'm gonna gonna put into this year with our children. Yeah, yeah. How old are your children, Jeff? Uh ten and twelve. Ten and twelve. Wow. Mm. Are th- is their homework hard? Like, do you remember their homework? Bro, not even gonna joke. Some some of my daughter's homework. Like, I'm looking at. I'm like, here, give me it. Yeah. Look. Um. Oh damn! I don't know. How to t- um. <laughs> All right, mom, <laughs> mom, come in. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, nice crack up. Cause sometimes I, rem- I, I think back to like the days when I was in school, and um, like sometimes kids would ask me for help on their homework, and I'm like, oh yeah, sweet, you know, just like a few family cousins or whatever. I'm yeah. like, oh damn, I, I actually can't remember this stuff. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was only a few years ago as well. Um, so it, it reminded you to spend time with your family, right? Yeah, yeah. So, was it anything that you, was it anything that you want to leave behind in two thousand twenty? Like any bad mindsets, any um, just thoughts at all? No, no, I don't know. Yeah. No, pretty good. Like, like I did actually enjoy twenty twenty as as horrific of a year as it was. Solid. Mm. That's awesome, bro. Did you like you know during the lockdown period? Um, because you're also participating in Project Lockdown, yep. which was a competition. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, Project Lockdown was like a small competition that we held online uh, during COVID season when we were all in lockdown, the first one. And um, that's a competition where everybody just had to come up with videos to specific challenges. And Jay Fresh was killing it, bro. <laughs> he did like whole tours around his house. <laughs> yeah. How's that? Oh, that was cool, bro, because, like, obviously, like, as a creative head yourself, you'd know that, like, we just got to create, like, otherwise mm, we kind of we kind of go crazy in our houses, especially yeah, with the lockdown. Definitely. So when um, 
the project fam you know put out the challenge to all of us to you know get, go through and do these videos mm. again I was, I was another one of those things i was just a little bit scared of i will always get a little bit scared from competition but again i knew i'd um i'd gain something out of doing mm. it and then as the challenges got put towards us because at first i thought it was just going to be straight just do a cool video yeah and we'll face you off against the next cool video ah yeah but as they put the challenges forward it really um it pushed you pushed you to to have to dig deep for something yeah yeah um i like i think we were having like an ongoing um conversation in the in the auckland uh project chat where we we're like yo when's jay fresh gonna bust out izzy we're like <laughs> damn bro that's gonna kill us all <laughs> like imagine that popularity like just out of nowhere you just put izzy in for the last video you're like oh damn <laughs> all right boys game over let's go home let's go home yep yep uh, all right jay fresh so how did you start your oh actually how did you start your dance career and also how did you get your name jay fresh because we heard the story yesterday at the workshops but i'd love to hear yeah. it again um should i start with how i started my dance yeah, journey yeah yeah, yeah um so i'm from a little town called levin close to palmerston north and um basically like i used to be a hardcore skater so all i'd be you know if you wanted to find me i'd be at the skate park night and day um and it wasn't until uh time bandits came through our town town time bandits is one of the best uh b-boy b-girl crews in new zealand and um yeah they how long ago was this bro time bandits. Oh, bro that was like that was like 1999 wow 2000. bro that was the year i was born bro <laughs> it's crazy Jesus. yeah so so they came through as i was skating and i just remember seeing one of the b-boys there just do like an l kick and i'd never seen break dancing or breaking before and so as soon as i seen that l kick i was like whoa whatever that is that's the greatest dance of all time ah, nice so you know i instantly fell in love then i seen someone else do a flare and i was wow that's the greatest move of all time mm. so i guess from there um you know me and me and a couple of my boys who were really uh inspired that day by by the b-boys b-girls we've seen just went back to my house and was practicing trying to do windmills and flares mm. on our backyard i guess from there you know at school discos that come up Mm. I'll do some um do some dancing there with my my whack uh, moonwalk nice. followed up by my flare to my bum. <laughs> hey, yeah. Did you get any bum bruises? Oh, bro, heaps. I know, hey, but yeah. I already had them from skating, so like. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so nothing new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose why, but from there, I suppose I learnt quite quite a lot of um power moves. Actually, I used to break at school as well with a couple of guys there that were, were really good like we mm -hmm. had this one guy like it was only 1999 2000 yeah. about then and we already had one guy in our school that could do like 10 air flares oh my and, bro. and back then like that's air crazy. flares was like one of those moves that had just come out and everyone was like how do you do that bro air flares even today i haven't seen anybody do air flare besides like lee rock yeah yeah holy yeah, so like that guy there, his name's Tyrone, bro. He, I reckon if he, you know, if he carried on, yeah, he would have been like, he could have been world champ, you know, kind of thing. Like BC one. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, definitely, especially back then as well. Yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, from, from at school, you know, I had a handful of moves, which back then, because there was no internet or anything and no one to really go and learn from, no mm. classes, um, all I could do is try and practice what I could see others do. Yep. So I had flares, windmills, 90s, 2000s, mm. swipes, no footwork at all, simply because no one did footwork or anything back then. No, all this power is just more fun. Yes. Yeah. Let's just be honest, power is just more fun. Yeah, well, you know, we wanted to we wanted to impress the girls, so yeah. got to do big, huge flips, yeah. spins. Especially because, like, um, as well, like, when you're youthful, yeah, power just comes out a lot more easier. Yeah, yeah. See, like, I I was at like three flares within like a week. In a week, yeah, bro, that's crazy. It took me one year to get more than like two flares. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, damn, that's crazy. But, you know, like, after that, I kind of hit a, a a roadblock simply because, like I said, I learned all the moves that I know. Mm. So, I was, you know, I didn't know what else to try and do to get better. Yeah. So, I guess I stopped for quite a few years. Um, I think a few years later, maybe like 2004, 2005, something like that, I ended up um, in Rotorua, mm. where I moved to. Came, uh, you know, I moved to Oz. Yeah. Worked over there for a bit, came back, moved to Rotorua, and um, met up with a guy called uh, Edu. When you were in Oz, bro, did you, like, was there a scene in Oz? There did actually you was a scene, but I didn't know there was a scene. Oh. So, like, all I did over there was, you know, Just I went work? from skateboarding yeah. to breaking yeah. in Levin. Then when I moved to Oz... Yeah. There's a huge skating community, so I just carried oh, on skating. Oh, okay, I see, yep. Yeah, mm. yeah, so I did that. When I moved back to Rotorua, um, I thought I'd, you know, I was, I was caught jamming outside my house, uh, my nan's house. Mm. Just practicing some flares, seeing if I could yeah. still do them. Just the use. Kind of thing. Just yep. the use, bro. Yep. And there's some kid walking past me, he just goes, bro, do you know Edu? And I was like, Edu. nah, I don't know Edu. And then he's like... He's he's a really good b boy, and I was like, oh yo, that's dope. And so he goes, bro, he'll be dancing at this um, place in town tonight. Mm. You know, you should go. And I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe. Anyways, I was bored that night, so I had nothing to do. So I went. Yeah. I showed up there and seen this guy Edu with his boys. They were all breaking in the middle of the floor, and I seen that little kid that was going past my house. So this kid goes straight over to them, and he's like, oh, this fellow over here, his name's Jay. He's going to smoke you. Oh, <laughs> bro. And then, so they came at me. Yeah. Were quite beefy. Yeah. You know, like, bro, who do you think you are? Bro, like, because I know the J Fresh now is like a bit more like, um, more welcoming, more friendly. But yeah. more, back then, were you more confrontational or just the same? Like, did Yeah, because ha- I grew up in quite a confrontational uh, yeah. like upbringing. Yeah. And so when I seen them do that, they were pushing the challenge and they they pretty much like caged me, you know, like oh. I'd do a round with him and I'd do yeah. a round with him yeah. then the next one, then the next one, then the yeah. next one. And it was quite, um, quite an aggressive battle, like, but, um, I don't know. I think after like two or three rounds with each of them, yeah, I think we kind of earned each other's respect. Like they were mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy's he's pretty good. Now be honest, did you smoke them? Nah, it was, it was pretty even. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. It, was, it was It was good Good battle. Right. And I became best friends with them. So that Edu that I'm talking about, I don't know if you know, his brother Chevy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Chevy. with yeah, ID. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
yeah so i ended up um edu hit me up after that like yo you should come join my crew and i was like oh you got a crew yo that's dope so i went to this crew practice where and when, my, when i got there they weren't breaking oh they were doing like choreography buzzy and i was like oh and my first thought was like no nah, i don't want to do this i don't want to do this yeah. i don't do that yeah I, I'm, I'm a b-boy you know mm. but i'd already promised the bro that you know i was going to get down yeah. so i joined his crew crucial movement crucial movement yeah and um yeah i guess we we entered our first comp i kind of committed myself because i i said i was going to commit yeah so i thought oh, i'll do this one competition and mm. then i'll jump out yeah did that competition and like you know i got heaps of props that that oh, day tight, tight. you know my ego got boosted and because yeah. i was still young you know i was like yeah, i felt like i was like king you know ah, that's everybody bro we always feel like we're yeah. king yeah, so after that, you know, after getting all those props and, and whatnot from people, I was like, yo, I'm going to keep, bro, I'm a dancer. I'm, a, I'm a dancer. I'm a hip-hop dancer. <laughs> so I did that scene for a, for a few years, mm. which, um, I don't know, it was always cool because, you know, we got to meet up with all the OG crews. Well, they're called OG crews now, and like the SDNZs and whatnot. Oh, yeah. First met bro Josh there when he was in Triple Eight Funk. But, like, back then, I think, like, crews kind of kept to themselves a little bit more back then. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was like, hey, and then go back to our corner and stay over here and not oh, mingle. Oh, true. Because that's how it feels, like, in today's, like, um, back when I was in, like, the competition scene, like, maybe four years ago. Yeah. That's how it kind of felt as well. I don't know how it's changed today. But it's it's funny to hear that it's been all the same even back then as well. Yeah. Uh yeah and i suppose after that like i did a few years of that but i feel like i got to a point with um you know people have called it urban dance choreography whatever yeah. you want to call it yeah um that i just felt like i'm not pushing myself in dance anymore uh. like learning learning different steps was yeah. kind of easy yeah but like you know and so i ended up entering um one of dujon's competitions oh. swag fest oh yeah i think i was like the second one mm. only because i seen um from a couple of my mates um how good the first one looked mm. i was like yo they look they look cool it looked kind of inviting because you know a lot of the a lot of the battle scene prior to that had been quite uh unwelcoming oh. and uh, yeah like unwelcoming how Oh, it's just like it was just too serious. Like, oh, like even before competition and after the competition. So yep. not just during the battle. Like I oh, get, true, so. I get like, you know, during a battle we be aggressive, we talk smack, we kind of put each other down. Yeah, that's kind of in the battle. Yeah, but hard. beforehand it would be like kind of the same kind of energy oh, as well. Bro, that stinks, bro. So it'd be like you know, guys, can we be friends? Like, yeah, hard eh? <laughs> But yeah, seeing when um, Douche was running Swagfest, like everyone was just having fun and like hanging out and even eating together, you know? Oh, like that's dope. Yeah, so I was like, oh, yo, I want to do that. Hit that comp. I, I was scared as because, you know, no one really knew who I was. Um, and I just remember battling people like um, Nene, now, now's, now's like a sister to me. Um, homie Trent. Damn. 
yeah, I battled him there, and I was like, that was my first time getting to see Crumpers do Crump outside of Crump music. Yeah. And, yeah, that's when I was like, whoa, I just got more respect for Crump after that. And, yeah, so that was kind of my window back into into the scene. I hit that, and I was like, I think I made, like, top four or something. Tight. And, yeah, it just made me hungrier and hungrier. So mm. every comp after that, I was just like, yeah, I'll go to that. Mm. I'll go to that. Did, did, the comp- did the competition scene start to get healthier from that point? Yeah, I think so. Ah, oh, okay. What, what what do you think it was? Do you think like Swagfest was just that like that first event that just showed everybody that we can be friends or or did yeah. something else change that? Yeah, I don't know if it was even just like a mix up of judging as well. Oh, okay. Because, you know, that was the first time that I'd seen like I'd seen some different events run, you know, any style kind of comps. Mm. But the judges were like you know, they maybe they were all just choreography heads. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this kind of comp, you know, you'd see a locker be the judge. You'd see a crumper be the judge. You'd see a b-boy be the judge. Yeah. And so you got, you know, a, it was a more fair right. competition. Yeah. And because I think those judges were set like that, all the other genres, like, because I was a b-boy, mm. I had to respect the lockers that were locking against me a lot more because there's a locking judge right there. Ah, Oh, that's buzzy mm. so interesting to hear because you know I was thinking back to like I don't know if you ever seen the old um, crumping versus breaking with tie-dyes against like a whole bunch of the b-boy heads oh, no, from I think California right, the only one I can like fully know is like tie-dyes versus junior bro yeah yeah. Oh, that, that was just too iconic to miss eh? well see yeah like uh, you know it's just my opinion but on that crumping versus breaking there was a huge lack of respect from both sides. Uh. So, like, the B-boys, you know, obviously were mocking the Crumpers, like, oh, you guys look like gorillas kind of thing. And, you know, the Crumpers in turn were... I think they were the more respective party, but you could just see the clash wasn't... Yeah. Wasn't, uh, yeah, the battle just didn't go respectfully. It's just because B-boy culture as well, like, it's yeah. natural to want to mock your opponent. Yeah, yeah. But it's a bit, like... It is rude, eh? Like, yeah. Like, so, and some people are just like, um, like Lilu. Yeah. He's just, he's just a rude dude, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was just a huge clash of cultures, mm. but seen with um, Swagfests and even BADLs, you know, all the other comps that they started to bridge that gap of, um, just you know, okay, we're gonna see what they've got and not just laugh at them the whole time. And I don't know. I guess could start to see the actual talent and skill and what they were doing yeah hmm. do you feel like there's um okay, here's an interesting question bro like nowadays I, I don't know how many uh, battles you've been to but um to the ones that you have been to do you feel like there's a there's still a disconnect between some dance um dance styles like some aren't appreciated as much as others oh uh, yeah 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 definitely I mean like I think it's all right for the crowd to kind of be naive yeah. about, um, you know, a, a dance style. Like, mm. for instance, like with b-boys, a lot of the time, crowds won't respect the the footwork technique. Yeah. You know, like you can see someone like um, my boy Copper. Yeah. Who's, you know, a f- footwork fanatic. Mm. He does so many crazy patterns that, you know, if you really know what you're looking at, 
you should be amazed like mm. you know like wow this guy's crazy he's got patents for days whereas like someone like me i come through a little bit more explosive and i could do something simple like you know like a spinning flip yeah and i'm going to get all the props but like mm. i think where the lack of respect shouldn't be was is from you know from the competitors ah uh, yeah yeah so guys that don't really know crump still do that same thing and try and mock it like arm yeah. swinging is dumb and but you know just like with um breaking you know how you do it is um all the difference you can do a six step and be whack you know yeah. you could do a six step and be dope same as you could do arm swing and be cake you know mm. Mm. Oh. like do we think we need to fix that or how how do we go about fixing that I think just um, like for me, because you know I am a b boy, but I've I've tried to do all the other styles. Yeah, and I suppose like it even like even for me, learning styles like jazz and ballet, you know, only done a bit of those, but even just doing a little bit of that made me like wow, there's yeah. actual like this is this deserves some respect. Like I beforehand, I was making fun of those dancers. Mm. And yeah, so I guess if you just educate yourself by by trying the dance style, mm. you you'll see that you know there's there's a lot of difficulty, there's yeah, there's a lot to be admired. Mm. I like that answer, cause like um, you will only really know someone's pain if you experience it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So what happened after um, Swagfest and everything? Um. Bro, I just was going crazy. Like, you know, I think, like, I was even starting to annoy my wife. Like, oh, real? Yeah, because, you know, like, one week I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Hamilton for this for this comp. Yeah. And then the next week sh- she's like, oh, yeah, I was planning for us to go to this. I was like, oh, I was going to, I'm going to Auckland for yeah. for this comp. Oh, was she your wife at the time as well? Um, No, no, she wasn't. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we we already had a, had a child, I think, yeah. at that point, and... Mm-hmm. You know, she's pretty much my wife already. Yeah, hi, Dad. But um, there's a shout out to the wife. Yeah, yeah, shout out to the wifey. Um, I just went hard, bro, and I I noticed myself just progressively get better. Tight. And one thing I I noticed was like people were assuming that I was getting better at um, like just with moves. Yeah. But I wasn't actually getting much better with the moves I had. I was just getting more confident with doing them. Mm. and so as the next comp rolled by you know my confidence was going up and so i guess i I feel like i just appeared like i was better just because of the confidence you know damn that's so that's so like i didn't change the moves yeah like i already had those moves yeah but there's just like there's a little bit of extra step in your moves right yeah 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 there's you know the like i believe i'm gonna win Mm. you know whereas that first swag fest you know i kind of feel like I'm pretty good, but on a national scale, I was like, I, just, I don't know how good. Uh. And yeah, a few comps later, you know, I think I was starting to win some comps now, and I was like, whoa, I'm actually, I'm pretty good. Like, yeah, you're mm. tight, bro. Mm. Mm. So how'd you get your name? Ah, oh, J Fresh. So like before, before I got J Fresh, I was called B-Boy Flex. Yeah. And B-Boy yeah, that Flex. So if you don't know, like most b boys of old would get their their b boy names kind of gifted to them. 
So it would be attributed to like just something about them. Ah. You know, like um, like I always use uh, B-Boy Stretchmark as a bit of a, an example because that's quite a crazy name yeah, just to begin I, with, you know, yeah. like people don't like stretch marks, you know, majority of people. But for him, you know, his name was all about, you know, stretching the mark. So whenever he breaks... No way, was that, is that actually... Yeah, yeah, wow. so like, if you're going to do an Indian step, right, yeah. he's going to do it way bigger than you. Damn. he's stretching the mark of, like, being extreme. That's insane. I never knew that was the, that was the core behind his name. Wow. And so, yeah, so I was like, that for me went, like, that was a whack name, but now it's a mean name, Yo, you know? Like, tight air. Yeah. And, um, but B-Boy Flex to me, I kind of got cursed with that. Just, did I tell you yesterday? Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that was basically, you know, kids hanging out. I think it was in like intermediate high school, and we're climbing trees. I fell out of the tree, smashed my back on a branch <laughs> as I fell back, and um, pretty much my head touched the back of my heels. My whole back bent back, and it would have looked like I was flexible. Really, I was just hurt. And um, yeah, since that day, like the the boys that were there they were just like whoa you're so flexible bro <laughs> like i wasn't like, was, was that a joke or did they actually just think like damn this dude's flexible i don't know i think it was both like oh yeah <laughs> you know boys being boys um and so when i started um dancing at like random discos and like at my nan's my nan used to run a skate town that had um you know a big huge skate rink in it tight and there'd always be like a bit of a dance off like halfway through the night there and so when I danced there, you know, there'd be people on the mic and then, yeah, my boys are yelling out to the DJ, that's B-Boy Flex, that's B-Boy Flex. And I was like, no, I'm not B-Boy Flex. And they're like, he's flexible. <laughs> and then the crowd started chanting, you know, just flex, 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 Damn, flex. bro, you were actually crystal that day, bro. I, yeah, I was like, no, no. And I was, you know, in the middle of the dance floor, like, yelling, no, yeah. no. Next event, it was the same thing, you know. Oh, we got B-Boy Flex in the house. So years and years later, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe like nine years later, mm. I'm back in the scene and I'm like, man, I don't want to be B-Boy Flex anymore because everyone kept coming up to me, you know, afterwards like, are you really flexible? Can you do this flexible thing with your arms? So throughout that whole time span from when you got your name to like when you changed it, like you were always addressed as b-boy flex yeah yeah Damn. see bro. like um izzy yeah he still calls me flex oh really yeah <laughs> Crack up. yeah but um when it came time for name change you know like it's quite hard to try and just mm. name yourself especially when like the the copapa or like the you know the kind of the guidelines for being a b-boy is like yeah. getting gifted a name mm you know i felt like oh i'm being a little bit rude to like the culture yeah by naming myself but um i just wanted something that you know would actually fit me a bit better yeah so i went with jay fresh because like a lot of the compliments i'd had from like my choreography mm. dance life is like bro you're so clean when you dance like everything you do is really clean you know all about clean lines clean arm movements clean technique i was like oh yo and so that kind of stuck out for me as something that I, I want to improve on and, mm. and be better at. So um, I hit up Google and, you know, I was like, okay, clean. What's, what's some other words oh, for clean? Oh, no way. 
and Fresh popped up and I was like, oh, because Fresh is like one of those overused uh, hip hop words. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that boy is fresh. You know, but I, I went with it anyway just because, you know, it meant something to me. Yep. So, yeah, that was my aspiration just to be clean with everything I do. Okay, Jay Fresh, I'll ask you this question then, bro. Do you think, because even though you did change your name yourself, do you think it's better to be given your name or do you reckon you, it doesn't really matter at all? Oh, uh, yeah, like, I've heard some others um, answer this as well. And I'm kind of on that page where, like, if you're really new to the game, I yeah. don't think you should bother be bothering with trying to give yourself a name at all, you know? Yeah. Simply because you haven't earned anything yet. Hard. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I felt like, you know, I'd been in the game long enough to be to warrant having some authority to, to name myself. Ah, I see. And if anybody did have a problem with it, I'd be like, well, let's battle, you know? Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's tight. I think, you know, if you're confident enough to hold your own against naysayers, you know, against against you and your name, you know, mm. you can put it on the floor and prove why you have that name. That's mm. such a good perspective because, like, the whole idea of, um, like, earning it, yeah, you know, earning it, sometimes people just expect to get it. Yeah, you know they they just come like into the game for maybe a few months. They're like, all right, sweet, like what's my name? Yeah, like yeah. who am I gonna be? And the thing is, like at that point, when you're even like one year into the game, you, you're still trying to figure everything out. Yeah, like yeah. in one year, you can't be an amazing dancer, but you're you're still gonna be on your way. Yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, later later down in the line, when you've like kind of figured out like what kind of dancer you want to be, I feel like that's when you, you know, find your name. Yeah, yeah. Uh. But I mean, like even like some some names that just just stick, like uh, the legendary Swerve oh, from yeah. Welly. You know, I, I call him the grandfather of hip hop to Aotearoa. Damn. Just because you know he's one of the oldest and greatest to ever do it here. But um, his name Swerve came from um, from high school. Yeah. He was just really good at dodgeball. Oh, true. Yeah. So oh, like you know, like they they call him the Swerve Master. Like, Damn. You know, I was like, yo, from Dodgeball? Like, but, it, you know, it, that's the kind of guy he was. You know, he was slick with moving, so. Bro, that's slick, eh? Yeah. Like, just imagine that. You're just, like, so good at Dodgeball. Swerve Master. Bro, that sounds mean. Yeah. Bro, I'd love to have that name in high school, bro. Andy the Swerve Master. Yeah. Eesh. Oh. Bro, <laughs> so, you know, the b-boy scene back then, was it, like, as... Because, naturally, like, b-boy scene is quite competitive. Yeah. Was it toxic back then? Yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of like, I don't know. Like, I think the other day people were talking about a little bit of the uh, rise and fall, I guess, of breaking. Yeah. And um, yeah, just some of the toxic behaviors was like everybody was, I think, was being too precious mm. with their their moves, their skill set, their knowledge. Uh, precious as in. Oh, kind of like they wanted to like. I suppose since the the late seventies and eighties, um, breaking kind of got ripped off from the world, from the media. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, and so, like you know, obviously, the b boys and b girls created this beautiful dance style mm. as as a way to channel creativity, um, stay positive, and um, be great at something. You know, because they come from neighborhoods that 
academically weren't that successful yeah you know and um when the media hit and found out about breakdancing they kind of just um ripped off like a whole bunch of things changed the name even from you know mm. from breaking to to break dancing mm. um and just exploited it you know they'll, they'll give our dancers you know peanuts for their for their talent for infomercials whereas you know wow. they're, they're paying others like musicians really well makeup yeah. artists really well but the dancers just getting ripped off so i think it came about from that just to really like even with teaching like i remember asking some b-boys and b-girls back then like yo could you teach me something mm. and they were just like nah you're not down with us oh bro you know and i was like oh that's fucked yeah so there was that like and i i get it now because i could see that they were just kind of trying to safeguard and and only give out the knowledge and the moves to people that they could trust yeah that weren't going to just go out there and um learn an L kick and then be doing that on infomercials and stuff everywhere yeah yeah um even the like just the i think that whole thing like you know you go to an event everyone would be stretching in like four different corners of a room Damn. and just not approach each other you know as well as like if you dance a different style or like you i mean like you know you could be a b-boy but like if you were just more heavy on footwork oh that would even create separation yeah as well. yeah damn bro or like if you just uh you focused a lot on top rocks you'd kind of be over that side and you know doesn't that kind of defeat the whole purpose of like hip-hop and being united yeah yeah well, i suppose at that time um new zealand was still trying to learn about the whole peace love uh, okay. unity yeah i mean just like myself you know the only moves i had was power moves because that's all i knew mm. Mm. so starting so if you were to take on a student today right in today's um current climate what would you make sure that that student has from your own experience of when you grew up with breaking uh, what what are the, like the values that you want that student to have oh that's a good question i think like first and foremost just like it has everything you do with dance has to be fun that's why yeah. that's why like i stole this from my bro dujan but you know he teaches fundamentals yeah keyword being fun yeah so like yeah like people people do it for a job a lot of the time mm. and, and drop the whole fun but like you got to keep having fun with it yeah uh, so having fun um and just always pushing yourself you know like and like when you when you learn your moves right you know just remember that that one move is never as good as it could be Mm. you know like don't think of your coolest trick or your coolest move and think like that's the limit of what that move can be you can always add to it you can always twist it you can always change the way you enter it go out of it mm. and that way you'll keep learning and you'll yeah. keep but also the each one teach one thing if they're always teaching you know when you become a teacher yourself it grows you and keeps you hungry yep you know, because when you see someone else develop and get that smile on the f on their face, yeah, the definitely. same way you got that when, like, when I learned my first flair, mm. yeah, you know, you, you're you're forever gonna be having fun with this. Mm. 
So J Fresh, like the B boy community nowadays, like, or at least the one we have in NZ, mm. um, the one I'm ex- I'm exposed to is like the Auckland scene, and like the Auckland scene's dead. Yeah, and like the thing is like, I I just want to know, like from your perspective, like how did the scene die out? How did the, how did the scene die out, and how do we stop it from dying out? Um. I think well, like you know, there's this a ton of reasons why it um it died out in a way, and a lot of that came from just different leaders just stopped teaching uh. or disbanded their crews. Yeah, and a lot of that actually s- stemmed from like um, relationship issues. Did they leave anything behind when they disbanded, or did they just disband and just say leaders? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, so you had these incredible talented people so much knowledge just gone yeah and you know it's kind of just all thrown away and yeah so there was a big generation gap of just nobody that learnt and nobody that could pass it on yeah I mean you know no I guess you know there there were the the few that um that stuck around Mm. and, and taught or like actually you know like even some of those reasons, you know, are justified reasons. Like some of our scene became fathers and mothers, and, yeah. and decided to really um, pour their heart and soul into their yeah. children and families. Yeah. Um, same as you know, like some who are having family members who are, at, you know, and drug and alcohol abuse situations, where now they were pouring their time into that, not so much into the scene. So I mean, yeah. you know. It's, it's not the biggest hate on them for for being like that because you know I've I've had my time off and on yeah. from the scene doing the same thing. Yeah. But um. Yeah, how how we get over that is just by being more approachable for one. Mm. You know, like obviously when I approached <laughs> several people to you know teach me something, you know, I basically got the backhand. So to our scene now, you know. If you see a kid, just like Big Z was saying the other day, yeah. next time you're at an event, uh, B-Boys, B-Girls, go and find someone that you know you can pour a little bit of something into mm. and you're going to sow that seed because I remember the first time someone I admired said that I was great, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure they'll remember when you say that too, eh? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's so crazy because like when, when Big said it, like I was like, damn, like, that's so true because even um, the time I spent with him yesterday like he he poured a little like but into me and I was like you know what I'm gonna work on my power yeah like I, I, I never wanted to work on my power because like I thought it was like I, like I just I just got turned off like the older I got I was yep. like ah oh, like I really want to do style now because I feel like I want to like show more of who I am and I don't think I could do that with power but yep. then Biggs gave me like like this new perspective where I was like no you can yeah it's like it's, it's just how you do it like you might be doing like the same power move but how you do the power move how you get into it how you get out of it like that's gonna change your um your style and i was like damn facts yeah yeah and uh, that one talk just got me inspired i'm like all right sweet all right time to work dope yeah but like the scene for me like it's funny because i come from rotorua and like whenever i come to auckland which is i don't know you you could say it's sort of like our capital for breaking. Is it? I, th- I thought it would more be like Mayor Wally or like Christchurch or something. Yeah, like, 
I think it's just because Auckland um, puts on more events. Damn, real. Well, that's just that's that's my opinion. But seeing as how I'm not from here, yeah. Whenever I come up here, well, I suppose it's just my national, I guess, because mm. you know, a few times I've popped down to Christchurch and you know hung with the CG boys, Common Ground. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in Welly, I check check out the scene there. When I'm up here, so I still feel quite connected to all the scenes. Ah, yeah. So in my view, you know, it, it seems healthier than. Then, oh, then okay. you guys are probably seeing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's the thing, eh? Like, I'm not exposed to as many scenes, so I'm just like. Sometimes I look at my own scene. I'm like, oh, like I feel like we could be putting on more events, but then at the same time, like, the if if I want more events to happen, I should just run it myself. Like, yeah, it's 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 hard. It's easier to say like, oh, yo, can we like have more events? But if you don't yep. do it yourself, then nothing's ever gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I think like what would be good is because, you know, like one of my ideas yeah. um, for um, this is back when Rotorua had more of a scene. A lot of our B boys have um, moved out of town oh, and, yeah. and you know, got families and stuff, some mm. of them overseas. So, so, yeah. But like a good idea for like some of the locals is just to like, if you've got a house where and you got a, you got a shed that's big enough. You can run you a little comp there, just five bucks each, and winner takes all. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just between like you know, if it's it's four of yous, yeah, go and ask one of your bros to you know, come and judge it. You mm. need one of them, shout him a feed, you yeah. know, <laughs> as payment, and and each time you know you're not going to be happy about losing to the bro every week at this Hard little eh? thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be a big event. Alright, Jay Fresh. Two more questions for you. One question is: Do you think you'll still keep dancing? Yeah, like you know, I'm 34 now. Yeah. Which is you know that's that older age now, I guess mm. for a b boy because b boying is quite um, young man's game. Yeah, quite a young man's game. Yeah. Um, but to answer that question, it's easier. You know, I'm sure that, you know my last day on earth I'm probably going to be dancing then too yeah you know it's just something that I can't stop doing you know mm. my wife says it all the time you know when we first met you know I was just anytime we're in town we're walking past and we see like a window where you can see yourself I'll, like, yeah. I'll stop and see how one of these moves in my head looks you know yeah, yeah. tight and I'm still like that now you know mm. which embarrasses my kids yeah <laughs> Was there ever a point in time where you just fell fell out of love with dancing? Yeah, it was more when I was in the Cory scene, just because. Oh. I don't know. No hate on the Cory scene because I I love dancing like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Togetherness, um, yep. the unity, mm. the chills, the hangout times. Mm. Like, there's so much cool stuff to that, but but um, I like the way like solo dancing challenges me, uh, and I can't yep. blame anyone else for like. You know, like say you're in a crew and you yeah. you lost a competition, you could kind of like sit back on that. Yeah, well, you know, I did my part, but you know, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But you know, if you're solo and you lose, it's all on you. You deaths there. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know. I like the way that challenges you. What was the biggest thing you learned from one of your losses? Um. Oh, I put it down to like one of those comps that um. Buddha run I think it was a Fist of Fury Oh yeah I was in a 7 to smoke And 
for me, I can't even remember everyone that entered, but everyone that was there in the seven to smoke were like idols to me. Mm. So like I, I looked up to a lot of these guys like um, Stretch, Grub D. Um, I looked up to these guys so much that when I battled, like I've sat back and watched that footage from that night. Yeah. I was like, to me, there was nothing wrong with the sets and moves and stuff that I did. Yeah. Like, I was like, those were actually really tight sets. And yeah. I was like, mean. The problem was, is I looked like I had a loser's mentality. Oh. Like, I just looked like I didn't believe I could win. Yeah. And that's how I felt. Like, mm. that is how I felt. You know, I feel like, man, I can't beat Grub D. Yeah. That's Grub D. Like, Oh, I'll do this set and then I'll get off the stage and, you know, yeah. take my L. Oh, damn. And even my wife was saying to me afterwards, she was like, you know, why did you battle like that? Yeah. Oh, you, she noticed as well. Yeah, yeah. She oh. was like, you normally battle people like you're going to destroy them, like they're easy work. Yeah. But then I was like, and for me at the time, I was like, what do you mean? I didn't fail anything. Like, you know, mm. every move was clean. All my freezes were held perfect. Yeah. And yeah, she was like, no, you're just your attitude. Look like you didn't want to win or you didn't think mm. you could win. And I was like, oh. So when I rewatched it, yeah, that's what I saw. And I was like, whoa, I'm never going to, like, I'm going to respect those guys yeah, always because they're amazing. But I'm never going to battle them again as if thinking, like, I can't beat you. Yeah. You know, I'm going to treat them the same way I do with the, uh, a day one B-boy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go as hard as I can. Mm. And yeah, just show you, show you my style without holding back. You know, I was like sad facing it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Crack up! Alright, Jay Fish, last question for you, bro. Alright, if you could say something to this is the closing question I ask everybody. So if you could say something to to Jay Fish five years ago, what would it be? Oh. I think just um, appreciate the relationships you have, mm. like much more. Like I appreciated it, appreciated it then, but like what I mean is like the community of hip hop, like you know, like the the dance community is my second family. Mm. You know, we we talk the same language. We, yep. um, you know, it doesn't matter what ethnicity we are. We all like we're just like the same. You know. Mm. Um, but just to appreciate those relationships in life. So, like, you know, when a home that's why I'm, like, the way I am now, that when a homie's coming through town, I'm like, bro, stay at mine. Yeah. You know, to, to anyone. And that's almost anyone that comes into to my uh, circle of life. It's just, yeah, be cool to them, mm. you know. Because they might end up being, like, world champ, like, yeah. Izzy, you know. Uh, especially with, like, the talent that we have here, like, mm. Sometimes I might not feel like we can make the world because we're so isolated. Mm. But like, bro, we got some like really mad dancers oh, here, bro. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. All right, second part to the question: What would what do you want for the you five years from now? So, what would you like to say to that person? Um, I'd like to say uh, I hope you've been teaching more people, mm. and you've been doing what Big Z said and um focusing in on on our next gen mm. you know if at least just one person at a time yeah each event um and that i hope you you know you've improved and become a better dad than the current dad mm -hmm. 
and a better husband. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. All right. That concludes us for this episode. Big thank you to Jay Fresh for joining us uh, today. All good, man. All good. And that is us, guys. We will see you next week. Peace.